hello how are you it's so good to be in your ears and we are so close now to christmas i hope you enjoyed the last bonus episode and this one i have created just for you there is something for the next 10 days one thing to help you just notice appreciate look for the good in stuff the calm in the chaos if you will i hope you enjoy this episode If you feel like you'd like to explore this further or you want to think about how you can create a 2024 that feels fabulous for you, then please don't forget that my course, The Compass, which you can find by going to either the Quiet Hive website or by going to quietthehive.thinkific.com. That's quietthehive.thinkific.com. I'll drop them in the show notes. Um, That can really help you think about what you want from your one wild and precious life. There's also the possibility of reaching out and getting some one-to-one coaching with me. So if that's of interest to you, just drop me a line at hello at quietthehive.com. Let's think about how 2024 is really your year. Okay, I promised you those 10 things you can do for yourself over the next few days. Here they are. Make a note, grab a pen and pencil or take this for a walk. Maybe bookmark it, save the episode so that you can come back to it every day and do one of those things. Whatever you do, however you celebrate, whether you celebrate, I wish you nothing but joy and peace and the ability to notice the good stuff in amongst the chaos over these next few days. Much love to you. Welcome to From Inside the Hive with me, Jane Galloway from Quiet the Hive. You find me at the bottom of my garden, as usual, in my office slash shed, depending on where you look. If you look to one side, you will find a lawnmower and a ladder, and to the other side is my little cosy Quiet the Hive space. And I wish I was recording this with the snow coming down and festive scenes. However, despite sitting here in my Christmas jumper with my little Christmas tree on my desk, which has been with me since um, I was about 16 years old, it's not looking too bad considering, um, it's not snowing, it's raining quite hard. So if you can hear anything going on in the background, that's what it is. This is one of two bonus episodes that I'm bringing you to help ease you into Christmas. So I'm hoping that you've listened to the wonderful episode with Annie Scott where we talked a bit about burnout and about how that can manifest and what it looks like through Christmas period um, when I know that things can get quite chaotic. If you're a coyote, it looks chaotic. For the rest of us, it can look chaotic. Um, I ran a session, uh, a local session recently, looking at how to find the calm in the chaos. And I wanted to just record this bonus episode for you, hopefully to use as an excuse to get outside for a walk, uh, taking your headphones with you, or maybe while you're pottering in the kitchen or wrapping those last few presents. But what I do want to do is give you 10 things for 10 days. So this lands with you on the 22nd of December and takes you right up to the 31st. And in fact, maybe I'll make it 11 because I think there's a bonus one for the 1st of January as well to start your 2024 off with the right mindset. 
So this can feel like a time of year when perfection is the word that springs to mind. We want to make things perfect for our loved ones, for our children, for our family. We want to replicate what we see on social media with those perfect images of those perfect Christmases. But I want to invite you to let go of all of that and actually think about what does Christmas really mean to you? Is it about the perfect meal or is it about the fact that you prepare it together and eat it together? Is it about the perfect gift or is it more about somebody's face as they realise how much thought and time you've put into that thing, whether it is a small and tiny thing, um, something handmade, something you know that they will love, albeit really inexpensive. And actually, for some of us, it's the ideal time to let go of those obligations of gifting. And maybe instead of buying someone a gift, if it's someone you really love, maybe think about how you can spend more time with them in the new year. Anyway, let me talk you through these things. One thing for every day to take you up to the new year. So today, if you're listening to this when it lands, and of course, you can still implement these whenever you start listening to it. So don't be put off. If it's not the 22nd today, it's absolutely fine. Maybe make some quiet time to think about each of these on a day that suits you. But let's stick with the dates for the moment and talk it through. So for the 22nd, as we are in Christmas week and heading with fury and pace towards Christmas Day, I want you to think about what can you let go of? What's one thing about the Christmas obligations, the Christmas shoulds, the Christmas plans, the Christmas of perfection that doesn't exist, by the way, that you can just let go of? So for this, it might be helpful to think about what really matters to you about Christmas. What um, are the things that are important and what are the things that are just icing on the cake things and actually don't really need to be done in the way that you think they might? What can you let go of today? For the 23rd, what can you do to take a moment for you? Because there is a moment in which we realise that it's coming regardless of what we do. And my mum, my gorgeous mum, who I miss so hard at the moment, um, she used to, her catchphrase was, I'm never going to be ready. Whether that was getting ready for holiday or getting ready for Christmas or whatever it might be, her catchphrase was, I'm never going to be ready. And yet it, she always was. And I wonder how much of that was about actually her feeling the pressure to make those events perfect. But actually, when they came, when they happened, everyone thought they were wonderful. She was known for hosting an excellent party. And I'm sure there were things she didn't get done. I'm sure there were things she would have done differently. But in the grand scheme of things, it, it didn't really matter. What mattered was that we were all there together. So to build on the letting go of things yesterday, what can you do to take a moment for you today? In amidst the busyness, five minutes is not going to be the end of the world. Half an hour would be great. An hour would be brilliant. How can you take a moment for you today? 
Um, in the session I ran last week, <laughs> one of the women um, said what she really wanted was just to have a bath on her own. Maybe that's your thing. Maybe it's drinking a hot cup of coffee with a book. Maybe it's listening to Christmas carols while you do a jigsaw. Whatever it might be, find a moment for you today. That takes us on to the 24th of December, Christmas Eve. So take a minute this evening. Maybe if you're anything like us, we've always got the lessons and carols on in the background. This is something my dad always does and I always do subsequently. It builds on the fact that we inherit a lot of our traditions around Christmas. Um, but I think this would be a really beautiful thing for me to do during that moment on Christmas Eve. Just to think about what really matters to you about, in inverted commas, the big day. So as I mentioned earlier on, is it about the feast being cooked to perfection? Or is it actually, when you look back on it after the event, is, the, is it the silliness you had all in the kitchen together creating it? Or is it the fact that somebody found the roast potatoes in the oven after you halfway through the meal? Or whatever it might be. I can guarantee that it's not about the roasties being the perfect amount of crispness and the sprouts not being soggy. It will be around how you eat that meal, who is with you, or who you're thinking of or how you are honouring yourself at that time. It won't be perfect gifts. It won't be perfection. It won't be whose gift was wrapped better than each other's. What really matters to you about tomorrow, think about that and let go of all the other stuff around it. Take a moment to yourself this evening at some point and just take a few breaths and think about what really matters. Okay, and then we move on to the big day itself. Da, 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 Merry Christmas! Christmas Day, the 25th of December. Today, I would invite you to take a moment in amongst the wrapping paper and the food and the festivities and wherever you are and whatever you're doing, whether you are with family and loved ones, whether you're celebrating on your own this year, whether it's a small gathering. Take a moment and find three things you are grateful for. You will know if you've listened to this podcast or read any of the blogs or done any work with me, you will know how important that opportunity to find the nectar in life is. It's the thing that really I think is fundamental when it comes to having a mindset that enables you to feel strong and resilient and able to cope. And this isn't about blind optimism or everything always being happy. It's about actually the tough days are the ones where you need to be able to find the joy, the glimmers in between all of the toughness. And so when the family are arguing or you didn't get the present you want or no, no one appreciated the pudding you made, take time to notice three things you are grateful for. I can guarantee they are there. For some of you, they might be small things. They might be that the oven worked that there's a roof over your head and that the fairy lights look beautiful. For others of you, they might be bigger things. You might be blessed to have your entire family with you. It might be about a fantastic opportunity that presented itself or a really big hearty chuckle you had with everyone. Whatever it is, find those three things to be grateful for today and write them down. Get in the habit of keeping a gratitude journal, an opportunity to find the nectar in life. Okay, Boxing Day. 
The 26th of December is known as Boxing Day, St. Stephen's Day, but also I read a book years ago, which I still love actually, um, by a man called Peter Jones. It's called How to Do Everything and Be Happy. And he observed the phenomenon that he and his late wife used to love Boxing Day because they would sit in their pajamas and eat what they wanted to eat and do what they wanted to do. And the pressure of Christmas Day was over. And actually, when I think back to my childhood, quite often the day I loved the most was Boxing Day, mostly because we were with my aunt, my uncle and my grandmother. And we used to have a treasure hunt, a tradition that I've um, my family and I've kept going um, over the years. And there was silliness and it was just a lovely, big, hearty, silly day of fun. And I loved it. And I think there's something about Boxing Day can sometimes feel like a sense of relief, like a sense of, okay, I don't have to have everything perfect today. I can do what I want. And actually, it'd be really interesting to notice if Boxing Day feels a bit like that for you. What is it that you love about it? And how next year can you think about bringing that element into your Christmas day? <laughs> I rewatched Bad Mum's Christmas last night. Um, yes, rewatched. I know it's cheesy, but I do actually quite like it. Um, and they decided to just release themselves from the obligations of the perfect Christmas and do it their way. And for some of them, that was just about sitting in their pajamas, watching a movie, having pizza with their kids. For others, it was about doing the things that brought them joy. But I wonder what it is about Boxing Day for you that takes the pressure off and how you can bring that into next year. Okay, we're now moving into the time of year that Beth Kempton likes to call the hush. I keep thinking, can I find my own way of describing this? But I love her version so much because it is so perfect. There's something between about those Twixmas days, those days between Christmas and New Year that can feel so peaceful and calm and like almost like an extra bonus holiday is how I feel about it. So I'm wondering, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm wondering what you can do to honour the hush Maybe today try having a digital detox day. No screens, just jigsaws or walks, or maybe you could have a movie in the evening, but certainly no screen time on your phone, no social media, no idly scrolling. Do the things that make you feel lovely, that help you to slow down, that help you honor that hush. The 28th of December, Today, I'm going to invite you to do something for your mind, your body and your soul. Maybe for you, that's a yoga practice. Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's planning out your exercise and diet for the next few days. Whatever it is that helps you honour your mind, your body and your soul, that's what I'm inviting you to do today. The 29th. For some of us, we're without our children at certain points of Christmas that can make it quite tough. If you're separated or divorced, then you may find if you've got children, they are sharing the time between the two of you. It may be that there's been a loved one missing from around the table this year. Someone who's no longer with us. Someone we miss. 
or someone that just simply couldn't be with us this year. Whatever it is and whomever you're missing, take a moment today to honour them. What would they love? What did you used to do together? What would you do with them if they were here today? Maybe notice how you can honour their memory or their missing plate or whatever it might be. But what can you do to remember them in a way that feels good and positive and joyful today? Christmas time can be really hard when we are feeling the grief, when we're feeling lonely, when we're feeling loss. So honour that feeling and do what you can to bring a sense of love and delightful memories back into that space. Maybe you'll see them in a few days, in which case hug them hard when you do. Maybe they're gone for good, in which case think about how you can honour their memory going into this new year, remembering the good stuff. Okay. The 30th. Today is the day before New Year's Eve. Perhaps some of you have got big parties to go to tomorrow. Perhaps you haven't. Perhaps, like me, you'll be surrounded with old magazines and a print stick uh, while creating your vision board, which has become a habit on the New Year's Eves I don't have my children. Um, I decide what I want to eat. I get myself a little bottle of fizz. I surround myself with card and scissors and print stick and magazines. I make my vision board and it feels joyful. But that's tomorrow. Today, I want to invite you to not save it for best. So if you have got an outfit you love that you haven't worn this Christmas period, maybe you have not had the opportunity, Maybe there's a special perfume that you love that you save for best or a piece of jewellery. Perhaps it's some special glasses that live in the cupboard or some china that you save for best. Whatever it is, use it today. Things that sit in the cupboard still get broken. And how sad would it be if they got broken on their first outing rather than on their 19th or 31st or 112th? The dress may not fit next time. The perfume will go off. Please don't save it for best. Make today a day where you use all of the things that normally you might save for best. I promise you, you will get joy from it. Honestly, even if they break. Okay, the 31st. It's a great time to reflect today on what has brought you joy over the last year. Where have you found that your joy and your energy have soared? Is there a common theme on this? Some of you will have already done this if you joined me for the retrospective on the 19th of December. And if you missed out, don't worry, I will be doing it every year so you can join me next year for this. But for a moment, take some time to think about what's brought you joy this year and how you can bring that into 2024. That's the important bit. Don't notice it and let it go, but notice it and invite it back in. Okay, and finally, I know I said 10, but here's a bonus one. On the 1st of January, 2024, New Year's Day, it feels fresh and exciting, or maybe a little bit hungover, depending on your circumstance, but 
I'd like you to take a moment and think about how do you want to feel this year? Think about a word that sums up how you would like to feel this year and then do something today that invites that in. So if your word is joyful, then do something today that makes you feel that way. If it's strong, maybe that's for you about feeling physically and mentally strong. Maybe do a Sudoku or go for a run. If it is calm, then how can you carve out a moment to do a meditation or go for a quiet walk? If it's connected, make a list of the people you want to see this year and start working out when that can happen. You get the gist. Think of your word for the year and do what you can today to start to invite that in. In a small way, you've got all year to practice. Don't try and overwhelm yourself. If you head over to my Instagram account, you will see that I have chosen my words for the year for both my business and my personal life. And those will be appearing. If they're not up already, they'll be there very soon. Um, oh, no, this comes out on the 22nd. They will be coming out in the year. So as you do the exercise about thinking of your word, go back to Instagram, take a look and see my words. Okay. I hope that that gives you a little something every day to help you create a mindset that feels calm rather than chaotic, that feels that you can honour the good rather than dwelling on the negative, and that allows you to celebrate your time in a way that feels good to you and honours what you need. I wish you an incredibly Merry Christmas. Not a perfect Christmas, but the Christmas that you would like it to be. And I wish you only good stuff for 2024. May it be the year in which you reconnect with you, when you put yourself on the top of the to-do list, and when you reconnect with your dreams and desires in a way that means you can bring them to fruition. If you need some help with that, please do remember that I am here. Until next time. Take exceedingly good care and I'll speak to you soon. If you enjoyed this podcast from Inside the Hive by Quiet the Hive, then please leave us a five-star rating or drop us any comments in the box below. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Any comments or ratings you give us all help other people who would benefit from the content to find us. Thanks so much.